Welcome back to Cozy Chats. My name is Corey, and I go by he, him, his pronouns. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Maxine, and I go by she, her, hers pronouns. So, Maxine, how has your week been? The last time I was not here, and it was you and Sasha. This week, yeah. Sasha's not here, and it's just me and you. Always here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was lovely. I um, I spent it with family. It was really great. I was very grateful for a time we prayed and we each, you know, said a prayer of what we were thankful for. And then we cooked together. And then we ended up, I ended up hanging out with friends virtually. We watched a movie and we were playing Among Us. So it was really good. It was a really good Thanksgiving. Very chill and healthier because uh, we incorporated more vegan meals. So, Ooh. Uh, nice. What's yours? Mine was pretty good. Um, I spent my Thanksgiving with my girlfriend and her family. So her mom, sister, uh, aunt, grandmother came over. It mm -hmm. was a pretty good, chill day. Uh, we watched Jingle Jangle, a little bit of Jingle Jangle, that new Christmas movie on Netflix. Oh, there's yeah. a Christmas. Okay, I didn't even know about movie. It's like a Christmas musical. Yeah. Oh God. We may or may not do a review of that in the future. Who knows? Maybe if you guys really want to, you can let us know in the comments. But uh, for my part, I thought it was a pretty interesting movie. Mm-hmm. If you hear a train in the background, you know, can't do anything about that. New York City, gotta love it. Yup. <laughs> that was my Thanksgiving, and it was pretty good. It was pretty, pretty chill, pretty relaxed, a good time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So how was, your, oh, uh, how was your week overall? How, how have you been? Um, yeah, I've been pretty okay. I've just been taking it day by day. I just um been focusing on what I've been focusing on. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, encourage myself, pick myself up and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm getting back to my creative side, which is a good thing. I uh, did a couple of videos for my dojo, um, which was fun. Everyone liked it. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, it was just chill. Just I was catching up on anime because I haven't been able to catch up on it. Um, I was watching Get. Huh? Well, I was gonna ask what uh, anime have you been watching? Oh, I uh, I was watching Gintama. Um, that anime is hilarious. Like <laughs> you have to watch it sometime because like it's like um it sounds familiar wait is it is it like is it like in a future almost where like it's kind of like in the future but like they're so they're in the um endo period mm -hmm. and basically during that time an alien group took over that whole like city and endo period city and um they got rid of the samurai 
And so mm-hmm. now there's like guns. It's like they basically took the future into that time period. Okay. And um, the samurais are all gone except for the silver haired guy who has um, a job as a free agent that helps people with any any problem. So and he's called the Gin Odd Jobs with um two other um companions that he has. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one, so I'll have to add it to my to watch list. It it's very funny. You won't regret it, honestly. It's been making me laugh a lot. I aside from that, I've been trying to read too. Like I'm trying to catch up on like herbalism and just trying to read more about agriculture and stuff because I definitely want to get into the groove of gardening and stuff for the springtime. So I'm trying to like study those things as well. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Uh, For me, I have been uh, okay. Mostly just going to work, then going home, going to work, going home. Uh, nothing, again, it's, it's COVID season, so there's nothing really else to do, to be honest. Um, I have done some Christmas shopping. I did buy some things online. didn't go into stores. I bought some things over Mm -hmm. like Black Friday and Cyber Monday, a few presents for people. Mm -hmm. Uh, other than that, not much. Again, trying not to be out if I don't have to be out. But I have been like, you know, rewatching episodes of Bleach. You've uh, watched Bleach? Yeah, so I've like be, been rewatching some of the episodes. Uh, watched one of the fairy tale movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Is uh, Bleach funny? Is it Bleach funny? I think it's funny. Um, I'm still in the the beginning parts, I think, what season am I on? I think like season three or four. Mm. Yeah, like it definitely has its funny moments. It's like half and half. It's like half like serious fighting and then the other half is just like just clowning around and you know, joking. I think it's enjoyable. Oh, okay, yeah. I I was trying to watch Bleach, but it was kind of hard to get into. It does start off a little bit slow. Yeah. Um, the, at least getting into like the first arc, like it takes a minute to really get into like, okay, this is actually what's going on. So there's mm-hmm. like a lot of like setup and a little bit of character development because there's a lot of just kind of day in the life stuff that happens at the very beginning. But once you kind of get past that, it does start to pick up a little bit. You start getting to the good parts. Nice. Okay. So I just had to stick with it because I I tried getting into it before, but it just wasn't clicking. I'll try again. Yeah. So hearing about like the new final season of Bleach that they're going to be working on, I don't don't think it came out yet. But hearing about that, I was like, you know what? That just makes me want to rewatch the whole thing. So I'm just going to rewatch it. Oh, my goodness. So... I'm not sure if you have seen it or not, but for like the last week, week and a half, there was this video going around on, at least I saw it on IG. That's kind of where I saw it going around mostly. But on IG, there was this video of 
this guy, I guess he was like a life coach or like a dating guru or something like that. And he was supposed, supposedly giving like dating advice to this woman who asked for it. Yeah. And she's like, she wants a six-figure guy. She has a standard and everything like that. And then he just proceeds to royally just like tear her a new one on the live stream. I'm not sure. Have you seen it? or? Yeah, I actually took a peek at it. Um, I took a peek at it after it died down. <laughs> um, but I did watch, I did watch like a little snippet of that conversation he was having. And it was honestly just, we could, let's get into it, honestly, because yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on that. So just to like start off, do you, do you think he had any valid points at all whatsoever? Like, is, was there anything valid in what he was saying? So given from what I watched, especially the advice he, she asked for, like she was specifically asking, like, how can she get this six figure type of guy, right? She's looking to him for advice. And the advice that he's giving her gets clouded by his judgment of her and, you know, his expectations of where her expectations should really be. So for me personally, I don't think even if he wanted to convey something, it really wouldn't have shown because he was belittling her. But I guess what I could grasp from what he was trying to say was that, you know, her standards were so high, but she is currently not at a place where she is on that level too. And I think that if he had articulated that in a way where it benefits and is constructive to her and her goals, then this wouldn't be an issue. But the way he was going at her by saying like, she's average, you know, if she wants to keep trying to go for the six figure guy, you know, she's going to die alone because she's not what you would call it um, good enough. Like he's just average. Her face is average and stuff like saying things like that was unconstructive. And so even if he was trying to say something beneficial, like the point I just made, it just got so clouded by his judgment of her and his arrogance. So, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that I could see that he was trying to say. But for most people, it was clouded by his commentary of her. I agree. Um, I know that there are a bunch of guys who probably won't agree with what I have to say. And I know there are some guys who will agree with what I have to say. But mm-hmm. I think in the beginning of the conversation, he was trying to give her some sort of like constructive criticism, right? Mm-hmm. I think it started off that he was trying to, I guess he was trying to get her to reevaluate her goals in relation to kind of like what you're saying. You're not in the space in your life where you're like, you don't make six figures, you you don't have these things and stuff like that. So is it beneficial for you to chase these things when you are not in a situation in your life where you're even moving and shaking in these circles where you would even meet a six-figure guy, right? Yeah. And I think in the beginning of the conversation, whether you necessarily agree with him trying to change her expectations or not, mm-hmm. the, he was giving like genuine criticism. Mm-hmm. At least you can argue that it was genuine criticism. However, you can definitely tell 
as the conversation went on that he just decided because I think she made a comment about not a lot of like young girls try to get with like much older guys yeah mm. and the co- life coach I think his name is something Samuel Kevin Samuels. Kevin Kevin Samuels, Samuels. right mm-hmm. he's a much older guy so he was calling her like an older woman but she's definitely from just looking at it she's I would say she's in her late 20s early 30s uh she doesn't again whatever that look over 35 means but she doesn't look over 35 so he's still a relatively young person but you could definitely tell that he looks like he's in his 50s right Mm -hmm. he's a good looking guy in his 50s you know but he's a much older gentleman even compared to her right so during the conversation i do feel like she made a comment and he it rustled his feathers a little bit and from that point on his conversation with her was no longer about like trying to help her or trying to advise her or even giving her helpful criticism it's more of i felt that after that point you know he was i guess fed up with her or fed up with the conversation he was having with her and said, you know what, I'm just going to shut this down and I'm going to, quote unquote, put you in your place. So he started saying things like, you know what, you're basic, you're average, there's nothing really special about you. You know, you don't even think that you look all that above average. You know, she did give herself, rate herself as a six, tell her that she's just, she's going to die alone. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, you're, like, you're, supposed to be a dating coach uh dating guru life coach whatever you're supposed to be someone who people people can come to and get advice or people or someone who people hire to say hey i'm having these dating issues or having these relationship issues or having these issues when it comes to my dating life okay so i'm coming to you and i'm giving i i'm going to give you my money you know, I don't know if this live stream was like a paid event or what the monetary thing for this live stream was. So I don't know if she paid him or not. Um, I hope she didn't because I'd be hella pissed if I paid to be on a live stream where someone's going to disrespect me halfway through. Yeah. He's supposed to be out here giving criticism, even if it's harsh criticism. And I do understand there's sometimes where, you, you know, sometimes you just got to be harsh and firm with people. But I do think he went from giving criticism to being harsh and firm. And then afterwards, he just, he was no longer just being harsh and firm. He was outright trying to belittle and demean this woman and put her in her place because he felt personally that her expectations were too high, that she thought too highly of what she deserved. And that's kind of bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with your point. Um, Yeah, I think what's especially worse for me is the fact that this is a Black man belittling his own fellow Black women. And for Black women, it's already hard for us to keep up with our own self-esteem, with our own self-worth in a world that doesn't even look like us. You know, well, not a world, but in America that doesn't appreciate or you know value us 
per se, and then for your own black man to tell you that you're not shit, that you're just average, that you're going to die alone, like, and that's just honestly fucked up. You don't have to, that's the, my problem with men in general, but especially for black men, you do not have to be related to a black woman to give her respect to give her just grace, compassion. You don't have to be related to them to give them those things. But it's like as if in a man's mind, they compartmentalize this. Like, oh, if you're not related to me, then I can treat you like a piece of shit. I could verbally say whatever I want to you and not care how it hurts you. It's like, no, people have feelings. People have traumas and issues that they're working with. You don't know what kind of setback you just gave this woman from a dating coach perspective, I think he did her a disservice because she is worthy of a six-figure guy and more. She just has to, again, manifest it in her life and earn it her own self because when you earn it yourself, you're not going to look to a man or anybody to give it to you, you know, because clearly that's what she's looking for. She said, I want a six-figure guy. That means, and she doesn't even have that goal. Like she doesn't even have it for herself. She just wants it, right? So that's the that's what's messed up with her mindset because she's trying to attain a dream and live vicariously through a six-figure man instead of, you know, putting it into herself. So you can already tell there's some low self-esteem issues that she's dealing with. And then for a man to point out the fact that she's older, to point out the fact that she has a son with a baby daddy who's shady and stuff, and to say that she can't get a six-figure man, to say that she's average and that she can't say, you know, on a scale from one to 10 that she's a seven, that she has to aim lower than that. And then for him to say that, oh, your beauty is average, everything about you is average, is just like, this woman is going to probably either cry her eyes out, she's probably not even going to feel encouraged to reach for a six-figure guy, let alone an average guy. And then her mindset now is going to be how to not die alone. Who can I get in a relationship with so I won't feel so empty inside? You know, it's not going to be constructive to her anymore. Yeah. So even aftermath of his words will cause so much damage to this woman. And to have to hear that from her own Black man is just troublesome. Like, I don't know, like, I know this is kind of like a side note, but Black men really need to be careful of their words and what they say to their Black women because we go through so much. Not to say that you guys don't, but we go through a lot. Not only do we birth you, but we also deal with your bullshit. So give that woman some grace. Again, I really hope that she, like kind of going to what you were saying, I hope that she doesn't internalize a lot of the things he was saying during that live stream. Yeah. I hope so no, I don't. She hope. Yeah, I really hope that she doesn't internalize the idea that you know she's average and that if she decides for herself that she wants someone who's a little bit above average, that she should expect to die alone, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I agree with you saying that's complete bullshit. Now, again, kind of because I know there there are a lot of there are a lot of guys like. Most people who I saw reacting to this, particularly if they were reacting in, with any sort of positivity, were men, right? And of course, you can already envision the type of guys these probably were. Mm -hmm. But most of the comments were like, yeah, look at this, you know, 
look at this brother giving you know some well-deserved critiques to this woman you have all these women who have these high expectations of men but they basic as fuck and blah 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 and this and that and it's pretty fucking annoying because you can tell that these generally come from men who are basic themselves or probably basic or probably had you know a bunch of women in their life who they were interested or whatever who probably played them out you mm-hmm. know because they thought that they were too good for them right then that happens a lot there's a lot of women out here who's like you know what you're not up to my standards and this and that and that hurts your ego right so a lot of men have bruised egos having gone through that whether it was once whether it was like you know 50 times so you definitely tell that there was a lot of guys who for whatever reasons whatever this whatever their personal reasons they took some enjoyment out of seeing this black man supposedly put this black woman in her place and tell her that she's not all that special right yeah that in itself has its own problems but you know i'm not going to sit here and address all those guys personally mm-hmm. because all those guys probably already have it set in their mind how they feel about women how they feel about those type of women and honestly they're probably never going to change their mindset so i'm not going to waste my breath you know talking to them and about how problematic and their mindsets are yeah but kind of going back to you know him in particular and again i'm not trying to change his mind i'm pretty sure he will probably never listen to this podcast or this episode or this discussion mm-hmm, yeah. but for all the people listening in in general again the conversation starts off where you can argue that he's just being like he's like he's being a little hard but he's being a little but he's being critical and he's giving her just good critiques right you can argue that in the beginning of the conversation he's just saying well, guess what? You want a six-figure guy, but given your situation in life, given just all the things kind of going on with you personally right now, yeah, probably not likely that you're going to get that as you are right now. I'm guessing that she kind of already knew that. Like, that's kind of duh, right? Yeah. I'm here asking, like, with everything I have now, how do I get to a six-figure guy? It's like, I want a six-figure guy. What sort of, what sort of moves can I make in life? Make in life to get me in that direction. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he already kind of written her off like, you know what? He had already had his preconceived judgment about her and about her life and whatever. And decided, you know what? You are not worthy of a six-figure guy, no matter how much you think that you deserve a six-figure guy. And she said said that she felt she deserved a six-figure guy. And in his mind, he was like, Pretty much, she was like, who the hell are you to think you deserve anything, much less a six-figure guy? So you could already tell he was going into the conversation with that type of mindset. So it's not like he was going there to really encourage her in any way. He was going yeah. there to kind of fix her and fix her mindset. But yeah. again, during the conversation, she does make a comment about, you know, young women not really wanting older guys and stuff like that. And him himself being a much older guy again he looks like he's somewhere in his late 40s you know up to maybe like his mid 50s yeah you definitely tell like he took he took some 
he felt like that was a shot at him. Not necessarily that she was shooting at him personally. I don't think she was trying to sub him personally, but he did take that as like a little bit of disrespect. And you could definitely tell that after the conversation after that, since he felt a little bruised ego, that he felt like, oh, here's another one who just like thinks she's better than she is, that he had to somehow put her in her place. And I'm like, again, number one, that's given the situation that's very unprofessional of you. Very. You're supposed, you're someone who's supposed to be out here giving, you know, criticism and advice, you know, to people. I'm not here to have you with your bruised ego demeaning women on a live stream. And number two, beyond being just unprofessional, it looks bad. We have enough men out here dragging women for this or that, you know, being disrespectful and demeaning and all these other things. Where do you have all this bickering between, you know, between like the men and women? And now you have this guy who's on this, what people consider in a more like official platform. He's like supposed to be like this professor of dating and dating life and know the ins and outs and tricks, right? So given that people look at him in that sort of way, people like putting weight to his words, the way he's doing his words is to demean and humiliate a woman on IG Live. Again, even if you agree with the sentiment behind his words, even if you agree with the fact that, you know what, the things she's acting for, given the situation in her life, they're probably not going to be that attainable, blah, 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 blah. Even if you agree with all of that, there's definitely a way in which he could have conveyed those same words without taking it upon himself to belittle, disrespect, and demean her. Mm -hmm. And again, he just went out of his way to humiliate her and make her feel little. Mm -hmm. And that is unacceptable. Something I would like to break down is this whole, his perceived notion of what her expectations should be. First off, I think, You know, you're allowed to have expectations, but you can't assume that people are going to follow your expectation, right? But you are allowed to have expectations. You're allowed to have standards. They should, these expectations and standards should reflect your, like, your identity and who you are and what you stand for. So if your standard is, I want a man who has really good hygiene, for example, Like, that's a reasonable standard. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, so you want someone with good hygiene. You're not going to settle for somebody who doesn't, who has poor hygiene, right? Um, It'll be like, it'll be ridiculous for this guy to say like, oh, you know, you should settle for someone with poor hygiene because you're average. Like, no, that's silly, right? So Mm -hmm. why on earth would she says, you know, my standard is a guy who makes 600, you know, not 600, six figures right? Why is it ridiculous for her to have that notion? You know, I think she should replicate that in her life or work towards it, but I don't think it's crazy for her to have that standard, and I don't think it's crazy for her to have an expectation for a guy to have the skills and talents that comes with a six-figure man. I want, like, for example, I'm assuming she wants a guy who makes six figures in a legitimate way, you know, not a guy who makes six figures in an illegal way. She needs to also work on having those um, standards herself and she needs to make that expectation for herself but 
it would have been beneficial for him to have said it in that way and for him to even break it down like your standards are really high let's get you elevated you know let's upgrade you but instead he took that opportunity and used his platform to basically use this woman as i guess like technically like a sacrificial goat basically for all the women to send a message to all women that if you have the same mindset as her you are going to die alone too you know because mm -hmm. just her he's speaking to he's speaking to all the women if you have the expectation that you can get a six-figure guy and stuff then uh and your average and you have all these issues then you're going to die alone and now all these women including her will have that mindset with them and then these are there are men agreeing with this guy men with bruised egos as you say men with insecurities themselves instead of owning up to it and being a man about it they're just gonna hide behind this facade that oh yeah she should lower her standards like no you don't have to lower your standards for anybody and if no six-figure man meets it you meet your own standard and do it yourself and then wait for them to elevate because you don't have to downgrade and lower yourself something that came into my head this is also a sign of um i wonder if if he was talking to a white woman and a white woman had the same issue what his response would be because i really feel like he was talking for like a black audience you know um it didn't feel like he was talking for every woman it felt specifically to the black woman so i wonder if it was a white woman asked that question how would he have tailored his answer or how would he have answered i should say yeah i hear what you're saying and it's kind of unfortunate i do feel the same way that i if it had been a, a white woman up there would mm. he have even if he felt the same way even if he had still felt that she was overreaching and blah 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 and all those things however would he have handled her with a lot more with a little bit more care right yeah right and then kind of touching on what you mentioned before there is this thing in which a lot of guys because today at least in how i kind of see things mm -hmm. a lot more women are kind of deciding from themselves that they're not just going to accept any type of guy, right? They're setting standards for themselves, right? Whether that standard is you need to have a certain type of job, whether that standard is you need to make a certain type of money, you need to have a certain type of body type or kind of whatever. A lot more women are taking upon themselves to declare, you know what? These are the type of things that we want in a guy whether you think those things are superficial or whatever, those are the things they're choosing for themselves. And there are a lot of sour, really hurt dudes who are out here talking about, man, how dare she set all these different standards, da 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 da. Who does she think she is? She's not even that good looking anyway, blah, 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 and this and that. And honestly, the conversation that he was having with her felt like he was in that spirit. Man, look at this woman deciding that she has all these standards and blah, 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 blah. She averaged basically anything anyway. Who does she think she is? Da, 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 da. And again, this is a conversation that I've seen happen a lot on social media, even off social media or just 
in pop culture in general, you know, you have people like the City Girls, you have people like Cardi B, you have people like Megan Thee Stallion, who are Hot Girl Summer, right? You have yeah. these women who are deciding, you know what, it's going to be a Hot Girl Summer. These are the things I'm expecting. You know, if, if a dude wants to hang with me, he needs to meet these standards. Or if a dude wants my time and my company and my blah, 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 he needs to be able to afford it because I'm not coming out here and hanging with you doing basic shit. If I'm coming out there to hang with you, then you better be willing to pay for us to do some whatever shit I want to do, right? And then, of course, you have all the guys, most of which who don't have the money to for that to be a worry for them anyway, right? So it's not like you're in the tax bracket where these girls would fuck with you anyway, which is probably why they're so butthurt about it. Yeah. But you have all these guys who are like butthurt about these comments and like, man, they just gold diggers and this and that. And again, they feel, because since they are not the type of guy who could support that for them anyway, they somehow feel slighted or rejected and suddenly it's like, man, I wish someone would put them in their place. Man, all these women, they average shit anyway, and they want rich guys to take care of them and do this and that for them. It's like, yeah. who cares, right? Not if, who cares? If that's what they want for them, that's what they want for them, right? There are like 7 billion people on this planet. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a bunch of women who really don't care about money and finances and stuff like that anyway. And are just looking for a good dude who will provide them with a good and stable, you know, relationship and family life and things like that, right? There are hundreds, thousands, and millions of those women. But there, then there's also women who are like, all those things are nice, but I want to make sure that my first and foremost, whoever I'm fucking with is financially secure enough to take care of my needs and wants and the things that I want to do. So, yeah, I want an eight-figure nigga who can do the things that I want to do, who's going to take care of me the way I want to be taken care of, right? Yeah. And if you're not that eight-figure person, if you're not that six-figure person, if the shoe doesn't fit, move on, right? Mm. There's no reason for you to be butthurt because all these women want, you know, rich dudes and don't want to fuck with you. It's like, well, if that's what they want for them, that has nothing to do with you. So just move on and speak with women and interact with women who are into the same things you you are into and want the same type of life that you want. But there's no need to like denigrate and demean and try to put women in their place because for them and the type of life that they want to envision for themselves, that includes being married or, you know, just interacting with men who are of a certain tax bracket right there's no need for us to try to like box them in and tell them like you know what your things are too high you're expecting too much blah 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 blah. you know that's what they want for them so Mm -hmm. all the power to them you know i hope they get the type of life that they want but that has nothing to do with me that has nothing to do with other guys who don't make that type of money because again there's plenty of women who are more than willing to interact with guys who make regular money or even below regular money so Mm. it makes no sense to to for all this like hoopla and you know this the this outright disrespect 
that the, these women get for just voicing the fact that these are the type of, these are the things that they want out of life. Yeah, you know, it's very disrespectful because there's a double standard here. You know, for years, centuries, men have been telling women their standards. In order for me to marry you, you need to be beautiful. In order for me to marry you or even think of being with you, you need to be skinny. You need to be thick. You need to have big boobs. You need to have a big butt. You need to have, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, a skinny butt or no boob. Like, you need to fit my standard all the time. You need to fit my ideal trophy wife. You need to be submissive. You need to have some education, but not a lot to over-educate me. Because I still want to feel like a man and feel like I'm more intelligent than you. So you men have all these standards for a while, but the moment a woman now wants to say her standards, say her expectation, it's all of a sudden a problem. Oh, all those comments that you said, oh, she's just a gold digger, or she's just basic. She's just trying to do this and that. No, if you're going to have standards for my beauty, why can't I have standards for what I want in a man too? or for what I want with your money. Like, you know, like if, you know, I value money, then yes, why can't I ask for a guy who makes six figures? If you, if I can't ask for a guy who makes six figures and you can't ask me to, you know, suffer on the black market streets to get a fat ass for you or to get a big boost for you, you know? And then having to watch you praise all these big booty women, when there are plenty of other beautiful women who don't have those assets, you know? It's just a double standard here. Men have always had standards for women that women have suffered with eating disorders, with suicide, with all of these things just to attain their standards. Yet the moment a woman does that, it's a bruised ego and you can't handle it. Like, no, it's either you elevate or you stay in your place. But women now are just saying, I'm not going to fuck with you. Like, you don't have any value to me. Mm-hmm. So why should I? So I think men just need, this is men's wake up call. Like, wake the fuck up. Like, yeah. Women are not going to settle for your shit anymore. And a you lot know? more guys are going to start feeling more and more butthurt because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot more women, you know, particularly younger millennials, particularly when it comes to Gen Z and stuff like that, a lot of these uh, women coming into their own and they're deciding that they're not going to just accept the bare minimum that all these guys are giving them, right? They're not just going to accept the bullshit and they're not just going to accept any old type of treatment, right? Yeah. You know, as time goes on, we notice more and more women are leveling up their standards for what they expect the men in their lives, particularly the ones who want to be with them romantically and sexually and everything, are going to have to do in order to be with them, right? So you can either accept that and you can either be a man, if you consider yourself a man, you can either be a man and step up to the plate and meet the challenge and, you know, ex you know, meet and exceed those expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can just be a little boy about it and just bitch and moan all day about 
oh, it's not fair that they have these expectations and this and that. Like those are the only real two choices you have. You can either get with the program or, you know, just bounce and sit in a corner and cry and talk shit about women on the internet all day. Yeah, funny because it's the basic men that are doing these things. The men who are having that shock of their lives because women are not just going to settle anymore. They have to actually work because nobody cares that you're a man. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like no one cares the fact that you're a man anymore. And that makes you special. You were never special, you know, but men created the society in which they were supposed to be made to feel special. But now women are telling them like, there's nothing special about you or me, but you know, these are my standards. And if you can't meet them, bye-bye. And if you can, come on board. Men just need to actually work their ass off, you know? And that's the problem. Men don't want to work their ass off. They're waiting for mommy. Like, I'm not your mommy. You could go back to your mommy if you want a mommy. But I'm a different woman. And these are what I want. And if you can't meet them, you can't meet them. That's okay. But don't come here disrespecting me or belittling me you know, or women like me on national television for having standards or wanting those standards. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, men just need to step up. And that's the problem. There's a lot of men not stepping up. And that's a whole generational issue of why men are not stepping up. But I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's a whole generational issue, you know, but men now, if they really want relationship goals, if they want to date, if they want to, you know, see a future with somebody, they need to understand that it takes two people to tangle, not just your, you and your ego, but actually you and another person, you know? So you need to lower your ego, stop making yourself feel so damn special, and actually work your ass off. That's all women are asking for. And it's not a lot, because you tell us to work our ass off all the time, exactly. you know? Be skinny to do this, to do that. You want us... And this is another thing, too. I think I went in on this with Sasha before, but men expect women to be the independent woman, to be sexy and skinny, to, you know, be intelligent, to be all these things in one and treat them like a leader still. And to me, that's just like, what? (laughs) That's some. So you mean to tell me that I work my ass off to get to this level? And you don't have to work your ass off, but I have to degrade myself to make you feel like you're on a level. No, you're not on that level. So why am I treating you as such? You know, that makes sense. Yeah. And I, again, I, on, I also understand that it works both ways, right? Yeah. Yes. Cause there's always going to be guys who come up with a, you know, the excuse like, Oh, you got all these women out here that, they don't know how to cook. They know they don't know how to clean. They don't know how to do anything. They think they can just get a guy because they're sexy and they think they give good sex and that's it and that's all they need for need in order to get a guy right. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be people who kind of bring up that argument and be like, oh, you know, they think that all they have to bring to a relationship are these basic things and blah 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 blah. Number one, the reason that there's so many young women and women in general who feel that way because there are so many men throughout their life who have said that 
that's the only thing that they want from women, period. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. the fact that they see so many men just interact with women on a, on a way where they just, as long as the woman is very, very pretty and just phenomenal in bed, that's the only things that they really cared about. So mm-hmm. now you just have a whole bunch of young women and women in general who are matching that energy, right? Mm-hmm. So again, if you want a certain type of woman, you have to set that energy and the women who are with it and kind of fuck with that type of energy, they're going to match that. Again, you either click or you don't click, but yeah. that's not for you to then go around to all the women who don't match that energy and start poking and prodding and degrading them. Like, like there's no need for it, right? Because there's also a bunch of dudes out here who can't cook or clean for shit anyway, right? Mm-hmm. These are like, these are basic skills that everyone should have, period. So whether you are a man, whether you're a woman, you should know how to take care of yourself. You should yeah. know how to wash your clothes. Yeah. Right? You should know how to cook, even if it's only basic things. You should know how to cook enough to survive and not have to, like, spend all of your money on takeout. Again, yeah. nothing wrong if you prefer not to cook. There's lots of people who know how to cook but just prefer not to. That's yeah. fine, but everyone should know at least how to cook in case they need to cook. Mm-hmm. A lot of basic things that everyone should know how to do. Yeah. But not everyone does. And we li- happen to live in a society where we are pl- privileged enough to not necessarily have to know how to cook on an individual level because we have so, many, so much access to like other resources where people can make food for us. I get that. On that side, there's a bunch of guys who's like, oh man, there's so many women out here. Again, kind of going back to that Cardi B lyric, you know, I don't cook, I don't clean, but I still got that ring, right? Mm-hmm. But again, that's Cardi B. She is rich. <laughs> yeah. She makes music. She can hire a chef. She can hire people to clean her house. So she don't mm-hmm. got to cook for shit. She don't have to clean for shit. That shit is taken care of for her. So it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Right? And again, if you don't want to be with someone who doesn't know how to cook or clean, that's fine. You know, you can have that as a standard for yourself. The, diff- the thing that I think a lot of men just don't get into their minds, like they're just not hearing, is that you can have standards that you want for the type of woman that you want to be with, right? That doesn't mean that you get to disrespect and demean and prod at all the women who don't meet those standards. Yeah, you can be with a you can be with an Ivy League woman who cooks and cleans and is gonna breastfeed all of your babies and blah 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 blah. They're all the women who are like, "Fuck that! I'm not dealing with that shit." That doesn't mean you get to disrespect all those women. That's right. So yeah. you can again, and this goes this goes across the board with people who like to talk about, "Oh, these are just my preferences," or "Oh, these are just my standards." And I get that women do it too. And you can talk about this kind of across different areas from like, you know, when it comes to like colorism and dating and relationships and stuff like that. You can have your preferences. You can have the type of standards for yourself. You can say, these are the things that I want for me. But that doesn't mean that you get to disrespect all the people who aren't that, right? Just because you prefer to date light-skinned women doesn't mean you get to disrespect and drag dark-skinned women. 
just because you prefer dealing with thick women doesn't mean you get to disrespect, you know, skinny and fat women, right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. because you want to be with someone on your level intellectually or someone who, you know, you're smarter than or like whatever, doesn't mean that you now get to disrespect women with like degrees and all the success talking about, oh, this is why you can't get a man because you think you're too smart and blah, 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 blah. No. Mm-hmm. Whatever you like, you like for you. That's fine. And again, this kind of goes for everyone and you know, particularly men, because men in particular really have big mouths on the internet about disrespecting the things they don't want and letting people know that they don't want it for this particular reason when no one asks them. Mm-hmm. But you can have your preferences. You can have what you want for your life. That doesn't mean you suddenly get to disrespect everything else. That's right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, but yeah, that was... <laughs> Yeah, that was a long spiel. Like, if I were to say something else, like, it was just going to be a repetition. Like, you said it, you said it really well, you know? These men just need to grow up. Yes. So, welcome to our TED Talk, guys. <laughs> enjoy what you enjoy. Like what you like. But, you know, stop disrespecting people because they don't meet your standard. Excuse me, because they don't meet your standard. And just because you feel that... A woman is basic and you don't think she deserves a six-figure guy doesn't mean you get to disrespect her on the live stream like again you could he could have done that a lot more tactfully i don't think that's the main concern but that's a big concern right yeah again it's just a, another thing where we just have a guy particularly a black man dealing with a black woman and he could have dealt with her tactfully you could tell that in the beginning he was trying to at least for what it's worth he was trying to right mm-hmm. and then he just said fuck it and decided to just be disrespectful in the meaning all for the sake of like putting her in her place we want to be able to talk with each other with grace and care right yeah. but it seems that there are just certain types of men who particularly when it comes to black women they just feel like they don't have to handle them with any sort of like care yeah and that goes back to slave times honestly like that whole view of how we treat women black women they didn't treat back in the slave times they weren't treated as an equal you know the only time black men and women were equal was just to produce more kids like cattle for the white slave master you Mm -hmm. know but at the end of the day like they didn't see women to the same to a high value so you know, especially in America, now that we're out of the slave times, men are still like, I guess black men are trying to figure that out or something. I can't speak for a black man, but they don't value black women. And you see it a lot. And it doesn't even have to be in this conversation about like this guy belittling the, uh, what you call it, the woman on the live stream. But you mm-hmm. can even look at it from how like, Black men like to call Black women sellouts if they want to be with any other man that's not them, for example, right? Or how um, Black men just expect that they own, like they expect that they have a right and ownership over the Black woman. Now that they're no longer owned, now they're trying to own us. Like, it's like that mentality hasn't stayed in the past where you belong. And I think Black men are struggling to move on from that, you know, 
from that past unconsciously because this is subconscious that element you know this is not something that someone's consciously aware like oh i'm just repeating things from my ancestors like no yeah <laughs> that's so subconscious you know so um it comes from us trying to recreate white supremacist patriarchal systems for us right mm-hmm. um again not to say that in other pl- other cult- cultures around the world that they haven't had their issues with patriarchy and sexism and stuff like that. They definitely have. And not to say that even cultures in the different countries in Africa, pre-colonial and, you know, today, didn't have their own issues with patriarchy, right? Yeah. But when we look at, again, speaking here in America with, mm-hmm. you know, how with black families here in America and how black men interact with black women and vice versa. There's definitely this desire to emulate whiteness, right? Mm -hmm. Emulate freedom and power and success, creating a life that looked very much like the white master's life and white people's lives and stuff like that. And kind of adopting those systems for themselves. Mm-hmm. And again, not to say that there are, everything with it is terrible and wrong, but we need to start figuring out for ourselves what works for us and what doesn't work for us. Again, this can be used for everyone, to be honest. Again, non-Black people can make these assumptions for themselves as well, but I'm a Black man, so I speak to Black people, right? Mm-hmm we can start critically looking with at how we interact with each other and start deciding, you know what? These aren't working for our community anymore. So let's tr- do something different. Even if that different doesn't look like the way white people do it, it doesn't look like the way Chinese people do it, doesn't look like the way whoever you want to compare us to does it. We can find new systems that work for us, uh, whether it's family structures, whether like whatever it is, how we interact with each other romantically, we can start questioning a lot of what we do now and decide, you know what? It's not working for us the way we want it to work. Let's switch it up and try something new. Try to find something that works better. Yeah, but that would take us coming together and having healthy conversations without our egos getting in the way. And that could be for both sexes because women have, egos too but particularly this is something i see with the black men um their egos are just on a whole other level yeah and i do get it for like some for some men right i do because there's so many loud men on the internet loud black men on the internet just outright disrespecting black women all the time generally when we have this conversation we're usually focusing on black men but like you said and like you know i think i've said earlier we both do it black men do it black women do it right Mm -hmm. and i do think there are i do think that sometimes black men do bring up some valid critiques when they're talking about how they interact with black women um, and stuff like that the problem is that we never really get to the point of being able to have mature conversations about this because it's like number one, black men usually in these conversations only bring it up, only bring it up when they are being challenged about the bad things and the problematic things they do to black women. Yeah. Right? 
Mm-hmm. So at that point, it feels disingenuous because mm-hmm. do you really want to deal with that issue or are you only dealing with that issue because you want me to shut up about the issue that I'm bringing to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then any other time, it becomes hard to talk about because then instead of like addressing the issue again in like a mature fashion in which we have mature conversations, it just turns into this, now we're just insulting each other. Now it's just a whole bunch of men like, yeah, that's why blah, 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 blah. That's why black women do this. So that's why females do that, blah, 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 blah. And then it just turns into this dog pile of now we're not actually trying to have a conversation. Now you're just, once again, turn to the turn this into let's just shit on black women thing Mm. and you know black women are tired of that and are not here for that conversation so there are times when black men do have some valid concerns about the way you know we interact with each other but Mm. we need to make sure that when we're having those conversations and number one we're not only bringing it up when we when we are being challenged about our own problematic actions and that when we do bring it up, we're not taking that as an t- opportunity to just shit on Black women and dogpile a whole bunch of negative comments. And this is why Black women, blah, 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 blah. And this is why Black women this, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as we avoid doing those things, I do think we can have conversations when we are you know, bringing valid critique about the things we feel Black women do that makes us feel a certain side, sort of way. And we should be able to have those conversations. Yeah. Black women already get bashed enough in this society. Just leave yeah, black alone. We ourselves black men and we're supposed to consider ourselves like the shields of our community and this and that. But to be honest, when it comes to like, when you, when like on the internet, when it comes to talking the most shit about black women, you know, most of that shit talking Mm-hmm. It is, you're most likely going to hear it from a whole bunch of black men. Yeah. That's, there's no getting around it. Yeah. Unfortunately. You know, you it's... think they're a minority. They're mm-hmm. extremely loud minority, which they're not a minority, but they're... Yeah. Even if you want to believe that, they're a loud minority, and they're not enough, you know, quote-unquote, real black men out there who are trying to put those other black men in their place and check them yeah gonna let it happen a lot of black men when you said that whole you know black men consider themselves as a shield for their community i just automatically my head was like bullshit (laughs) exactly and that's that's unfortunate you know we consider we we you know black men can talk about how they're like you know they want to call themselves kings and this and that and they want to talk about you know, we're like the warriors of our community or we defend, blah, blah, blah. You know, like there's all these these nice, pretty words and stuff like that. But then when you actually talk to, again, you know, there are some black women who feel this way. But again, we, we talk about this generally. There are a lot of black women like you who just want to say bullshit or just want to laugh in our face because like when the time comes for us to actually be a shield or actually do this, Instead, you just have a whole bunch of black men on the internet talking about that's what black women get or this or that. If we are going to consider ourselves the protectors of our community, whatever that may mean for you, that doesn't mean only protecting the black people you like. 
It doesn't mm. mean only protecting the black women in your immediate family or the ones that you fuck with and stuff like that, right? It means right. we go out of our way to protect all of us. We go out of our way to protect our black women. We go out of our way to protect our gay brothers. You know, we go out of our way to protect our trans community as well, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, we have to be able to do all those things. Yeah, um, I can't agree more. Because especially that point you made about black women feeling safe. It's like it's interesting because black women usually black women defend their black men. Like the whole ride or die thing that only applies for women ride or dying with a black man. But let it be the reverse. They're the first ones holding them down and letting the white man stab them. Like they're not black men are not loyal and they hear you are having chris you know men like chris Brown thinking these hoes ain't loyal like yeah you men were never loyal to the black woman in the first place you know so why should we be loyal to you too many guys are gonna write a die chick but they're not a ride or die dude right you want her to be right or die then you have to be right or die it has to go both ways. It has to be a reciprocated type of energy. You can't have, you know, women out here going ride or die for these dudes. But when it comes to being the other way around, they're not getting that same energy back. Yep. If anything, they're backstabbing us 10 times worse. Oh my goodness. All this from just... That video. That <laughs> video. <laughs> I know. We talk too much, man. Too much. Oh my goodness. We just have a lot. We have a lot to say. We have a lot. That's fine. So, this was a very, very powerful discussion. Wouldn't you agree? Very long and powerful. That's how we do it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed this conversation. We could have, I know we could have gone even longer, but. Oh, yeah. We could definitely. Listeners, we could definitely go much longer on this yeah. topic, particularly just talking about relationships and life in general. But yeah. for the sake of you guys, we... We're going to cut it short for you. Hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Maxine, do you want to tell the listeners how they can follow you on social medias? Yes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Maxine underscore Antoine. And then for Facebook, it's Maxine Antoine. I'm very basic on that regard. And then YouTube is also Maxine Antoine. Very easy. <laughs> and as always on Instagram and Twitter and all the socials, you can follow me at Young Royalty 580. And mm-hmm. you can now follow the show on Instagram as well at Cozy Chat Pod. Yes. <laughs> so into Instagram, we are now on Instagram. We are uploading so feel free to dm us interact with us on instagram you can also email us at cozychatpodcast at gmail.com yes thank you so much for listening guys take care Mm -hmm. bye